All right. Welcome to Real Talk Paranormal with Spirit Recon. I'm Fred Scheidenberger. Happy St. Patrick's Day. And welcome to our second episode. Joining me today is my paranormal partner, Jake Rodriguez. How are you doing, Jake? Pretty good, Fred. How about yourself? I'm doing all right, man. Sorry we had some technical difficulties. I figured it out. No problem. <laughs> cool. How's things going this weekend for you? Going pretty good. Busy, busy, busy with the kids. You know how that goes. I know how it is. Cool, cool. Well, I'm excited to get on here and get our episodes uh, rolling and uh, get ourselves introduced to the paranormal community and let them know what we're all about and our purpose and, uh, and share our journey with them. And I know you feel the same, so. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That's a big part of, uh, you know, our drive as to why we're doing what we're doing. Sure. It's a communication with others and, and spreading the word, um, the truth, um, and sharing in what we're finding and how we're doing it and trying to learn better methods and so on. And we'll get to that. Um, Jake, you know, I know everything, you know, I met you uh, and we've, we've gone from there and we can get to that, but um, you know, something led us to meeting that day and that must've been your journey and desire to, uh, to find out what was out there. Can you tell the viewers a little bit more about how that got started for you? Absolutely. Um, well, you know, I was on a long journey um, recovering from a hospital, um, the Heinz VA hospital, actually, to be exact, up in Maywood, Chicago, uh, recovering from some injuries. Um, and it was in the, while I was in the hospital, I started experiencing some uh, things, I guess you would consider paranormal uh, things that I were I was hearing from other people um, that they had witnessed about me that I didn't necessarily uh, know what was going on in and around me at the time I was kind of incoherent but people had uh said that they had seen things around me and things going on um so then that kind of led questions into my head like what what was it what was it I was experiencing what was that what was it that people were talking about so that took me into the drive into the paranormal and uh led me down to Ashmore States which was my first uh I guess hunt ever really um it was my first time I ever went on a paranormal investigation it was my first one ever and um, that was right when I met you, and that was when the doors to Spirit Recon really just got thrown open. Right, you had um, you had suffered a traumatic kind of a, tra- a pretty traumatic accident. You were in the hospital, and and you had somebody in your room had seen a light or some. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, um, there was a guy across the hall from me. He he had just passed away, um, but this was three days before he passed away. He was uh, coming out of his. Uh, his hospital room he was coming out in his wheelchair the guy never came out to begin with right but he kept coming out and kept coming into my room and that, there was one day he kept saying he seen the light above my head and i had no idea what he was talking about uh i was kind of just taken back by like what is this guy talking about? there's a light on your head uh so i you know i didn't really think much of it at the time until i really got into the paranormal and then i started looking back on that story and really digesting Wonder. it like what wondering what that guy was talking about what it right. was uh and, and if it was anything at all you know paranormal right 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 and then after we met right after we met at ashmore and but before things really got rolling for us but um then you took a quick journey trip down to southern illinois on a fishing trip uh, right and really had your first like a major experience can you tell us about that yeah i had a a couple trips down south actually one was to uh the original springs i don't know if you remember telling you that story the original springs hotel Right. And in Oakaville, Illinois, just uh, just north of Carbondale, <clears throat> my fiance and I were both, excuse me, we're both uh, just doing a couple's getaway thing at this hotel. It was a day spa thing. And uh, it was there. We both experienced the paranormal and it was 
during a time we weren't even expecting it or looking for it. You know, we were just on a couple's retreat and happened to find out that the place was haunted. And then we did some digging while we were staying there and found out, you know, there were 12 deaths in the building and whatnot. But uh, it was within the first five minutes we walked in, didn't even unload our bags into the room yet. We had experienced a paranormal. We had been touched. I caught an, e- an EVP. Uh, I always have my recorder on me, you know, I always bring a recorder it's, uh, for memory issues and stuff. Uh, since I was diagnosed TBI and whatnot. So I do carry a recorder with me just to help remember. Right. And it's, I was lucky enough because of this that I had a recorder on me at all times and then I busted out a recorder and just asked some questions, got some responses. Um, about the, the fishing trip, the veterans fishing trip you're discussing, it was another trip down south I went on. And that was just a veterans fishing trip of a program I'm involved in. Um, it was uh, on a Sunday. We had been there all weekend and I had woken up on Sunday, wanted to go to church asked some random guy he took me to some baptist church down south um and it was in this church i had to use the restroom i went downstairs he directed me where the restroom was while i was downstairs of this church um i noticed there was a dirt floor and like a rock wall rock um river rock wall you know kind of like we talk about in old old buildings um and it was in that basement i was looking for the restroom that i did my business turned around walked started walking up the stairs when i felt a huge gust of wind this wind almost blew off the back of my hat as I wear always my hat backwards. And I froze right then and there. <clears throat> um, couldn't even talk, couldn't speak, had, was just taken back, blown away that this had happened in the building that I was in at the time that, I, that it happened. So then, um, you know, I sat upstairs in the pews and I just got so emotional. I remember feeling so emotional. Something touched me on, right on the shoulder. And it was at that moment I had to get up and run to the bathroom and I just lost it, started crying hysterically was in there for a good hour missed the entire service and upon coming out everybody was already outside taking the recess so i went outside and joined everybody there's a graveyard i'm walking around the graveyard make a long story short i see a sign as i walk up to the sign just to read it curious you know try to get my breath catch my composure again Um, i read the sign that said that here in this exact spot where this church was built 112 um settlers had been murdered by the Illinois Indians because there was uh, two chief sons who were buried on the property who had fallen off a horse and had sustained injuries and died. While this was, you know, had to be a hundred years ago or so, about 200 years ago or more that the settlers were crossing this field and did, hadn't, I'm, I'm assuming they had no idea that that was burial ground, but anyways, it didn't matter to the Indians. I'm assuming because the Indians had slaughtered all 112 of them, men, wow. women, and children. They commemorated that by building a church on top of that ground and putting a plaque there. So it was then that I was just, I was blown away. I was blown away. And I knew for sure that I had just experienced something profoundly paranormal. Isn't it crazy that we met that weekend and you had more of the, it waited. (laughs) It took your personal, it took a personal experience really, but I know you were passionate about it already, but. Right. And it wasn't until I connected with you and Spear Recon that, uh, you know, I really started getting more and more investigations. Uh, you know, right. you and I have been on so many investigations right. together that I really was able to hone in. And then, I mean, with the help of you and your experience and everything that you've been through honing in on, you know, my, I guess you would say my, I, I don't consider myself to have abilities or anything really, but, uh, you know, you, your, your body, you're right. Your body is your number one, I guess, gadget. You're is, we're gadget you're for sure. so, yeah. You, you've kind of helped me hone in on, you know, what's what and what to look out for. And, you know, stop questioning what I feel about myself and whatnot and uh, just go with it. Well, spirit recon really got started with me and you meeting and going from there. And my journey before then, uh, um, as I told the 
listeners in the first podcast on, in our intro that uh, I was lucky enough to uh, spend a whole year, um, even though I didn't always have a partner to do things with, I, I had these locations that I could go test the equipment and test my abilities and kind of refine things. Um, so, uh, but definitely uh, getting to know you, Jake, um, uh, with your sensitivities that you're adjusting and building to then, but it's, it's fun that we're both learning off each other. We kind of pull and learn off each other, off each other as we go. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. So, uh, in, in different ways. So, uh, um, well, cool. Yeah. And so we meet at Ashmore Estates that weekend. Uh, both of us go down there and meet Nick Groff and Johnny Hauser and, and our friends from Texas and, uh, Elizabeth and, Saint. Uh, Elizabeth Saint. Yeah. I forgot for a second. My fault, buddy. Um, Lee Kirkland uh, was there too. Lee, Lee Kirkland and his wife. And, uh, yeah. And the other guy, Jeff, uh, from Viddy space. So, uh, mm-hmm. uh a lot of the Viddy Space crew, so almost the whole dang that, that was the whole Viddy Space tour, so mm-hmm. uh, which, which it was, so yeah, and that kind of uh, you know what a great event that they put on, and um, it just goes to prove a lot of people say those uh, events are um, you know, and you and I didn't really have any evidence or have anything happening at that event, but when you look at these events, um, get such a time for communication. We learned about new applications and new techniques from Johnny Hauser. Um, mm-hmm. among others, uh, we made friends in the paranormal community that still have, we still are, you know, hanging out with today. Um, so, uh, those things can't be replaced, man. No, I agree with you. You can't replace that, uh, experience, the time you spent with these people. And I mean, learning experience itself, um, learning right. how to investigate, you know, the right questions to ask, how to, um, how to come around, you know, I guess you would say looking at your evidence and picking through your evidence and, you know, sorting through it and figuring out what's what and what you can cast out, and what you consider legit. Right. So after we met, we began on our journey of, uh, I introduced you to these, these, uh, local buildings here in Wilmington that I had been looking at. Um, and we delve, uh, we delve deep into, into trying to find some evidence, um, of the paranormal and we've done a pretty good job of it. I think, buddy, um, uh, you know, um, there's a lot of things that we don't have answers for, mm-hmm. but there's, there's a lot of things that, um, that have been recorded and documented that are, that are way out of place. And I would have to say definitely proof of the paranormal, um, uh, is what, you know, if we bring it to you, you know, we go through this process of debunking it and, um, trying to find if there's any scientific, a way that this could be happening other than, you know, than a paranormal way. So, um, right. And I agree with you. I mean, we, we run quite a bit of experiments everywhere we go. And I think I've in Wilmington, I think four different locations we've investigated in each one. We've tried different experiments at each location, all having different results. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, knowing what to do and, uh, honing in on what we do differently at each location, what I've learned from you, uh, what we picked up on learning together, Right. And what we know works. Um, you're pretty good at, you know, when I'm feeling something, you know exactly what I'm, what, what face I'm making. I mean, you know exactly what's going on with me. Uh, you seem to pick up on my body language a lot. I pick up on your body language a lot. And that makes us a perfect team. Yes. You know, in every location. It doesn't matter which location we've been in. It, it seems like as soon as we get in there, you and I are on and we know exactly what to do and how to go about bringing out 
some type of uh, communication or evidence, you know. Right. And I think that's a secret. And I know our team is building and we're going to have Mike Murphy and Tiffany Lausch on. And I can't wait for those episodes. Um, and they've been a great, even more help. Um, but if, if I was going to tell somebody to get in the business or to get going in this, I'd say um, uh, get a good friend or somebody or, or one person and try to work. I think working with two people, you cut out that other, you know, we've cut out for so long. It's just been me and you where we can really focus on intently on me, you and the paranormal, we can cut everything else out, you know? Um, and I think it's really helps. I think small's good for a while. It's a good learning phase for people right. in this business. I agree. And I think you see that with um, uh, teams, you've got two man teams that really excel. I think that's the number when it comes to, to really, like I said, learning um, bigger places, obviously you need help with equipment depending on what kind of social media you're doing and all that. So, but the reason I was kind of talking about the paranormal and the evidence was because I think what I wanted to tell our listeners, you know, where we're at as a, as a team and our mindset, we're really no longer, we've moved just like with the paranormal community. It's no longer really, I mean, the paranormal is real guys. Take a look at our page, take a look at the other millions of pages. Um, evidence is being captured worldwide. Um, and, and nobody can scientifically, nobody's coming out and saying, you know, <laughs> you know, this is that, and that's the other. And when you get these intelligent voices and we'll talk about some evidence later, but uh, we're really moving past into the realm of uh, what can we do with this energy? What's our limitations on acting or interacting with it? What is it made of? Uh, really we're on to the next phase. Is that where your mind's kind of at? Is like re really diving into that, uh, what we can do to get outside the box. Oh, absolutely. After every investigation, you know, you go home and ponder what you could have done differently or what, what you forgot you wanted to do, um, what, what you think can bring out more evidence and whatnot. Um, so after every time I, I got it running through my head constantly until the next investigation, just about every day, times a day, if not more, you know, um, what, what just happened? Let me analyze the evidence I just went and captured. Let me figure out what I can do next time to bring this about. Let me figure out, you know, different experiments. Um, what, what did Fred and I do different this time? Let's say we went into a location and it's, we're killing it on evidence that night. You know, what's so different tonight that, you know, was, wasn't so different, you know, the other night when we didn't capture so much evidence. Right. Yeah, that's what we do. And me and you have actually never had that conversation, maybe barely, but it's something that I know you do and I, you do something, you know, I do. And yeah, uh, it just goes without saying when, when it comes to you and I, you know, and it comes with our passion and that's why we're involved in this, but it's driven. And, uh, you know, I heard another, uh, passionate guy, Aaron Thompson, uh, you know, said he, you know, drives him up at three in the morning and he stays up till 11. And, you know, there's many times I got to get up in the morning and I'm still doing evidence reviews at one o'clock and I just can't, I just can't help it. You know, it's just, <laughs> You're just diving in for more, and uh, it it becomes more than a passion. I do have to step back a little bit sometimes, but um, I'm really excited for this year because, like I said, this is not going to be a normal paranormal show. We're not a normal paranormal team. Uh, we are a real talk uh, paranormal show. That's for sure. That's um, you're going to get it straight from us. We're not playing drama. We're not playing games. Um, uh, we're here to bring you the. Uh, uh, the people in the community, the events in the community, the happenings uh, in the paranormal. And uh, 
and sometimes how you can interact. If not, um, at least you can hear the stories of it right here. So, um, Jake, what's our, uh, what do you think our favorite, what was your favorite haunt, uh, me and you so far? I'd have to say my favorite. Or one um, of them. Let me see here. I would say I the, Trinity was, not, yeah. the Trinity Knot, the Trinity Knot in Bloomington, yeah. Illinois, because of the size of it. And I mean, there's just so many different ang- nooks and, you know, little places, hiding places and different rooms and three different basements. And there's just so much right. going on there. I mean, you could pick a different spot in that building and stay there 24 hours and you'd be good. You can pick a different one each day and you'd be fine with evidence. So that was probably right. my favorite as far as investigating with Spirit Recon. Yeah. Yeah, Jake's talking about a uh, a group of buildings in downtown Wilmington that uh, it's still an antique store. It has changed hands a little bit, Jake, here in the last. And I really haven't met. I really don't know exactly what's going on. Don't know the new owners and some of the things. So I'm kind of letting the dust settle and then we'll figure out what's going on. Um, but one of the buildings is still the Trinity Knot. But there's a few buildings all attached down there. We had the pleasure uh, of... Uh, investigating it more than once i spent a lot of time in there but uh uh really cool with uh uh the basements underneath and uh um looks like possible access to um underneath the street correct i mean Uh, uh, there's a false wall downstairs i think you showed me the cedar block false wall and uh, i guess you guys had said there's possibly a room behind it or there could be a room behind it well, I don't know. I understand why someone would brick up that wall. I mean, unless there was an entrance going somewhere. I'm saying down there for sure in there. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, there's an entrance to the street level, but then there's some other weird looking, you know, uh, boarded up and like cinder blocked up kind of spaces that, you know, that there, there used to be either a door there. Or right. Well, with cold delivery and other deliveries, you don't know how they pulled that off right. in the day. Um, uh, and, and unfortunately, not enough people around to still tell us the stories of those buildings. Um, at some point, we have to go with what we have. But, yeah, it's right. definitely uh, the underground of Wilmington definitely is a, a crazy place. It really is. <laughs> I did not really understand the extent of it until I started getting involved there with you and uh, really seeing right. how, how the history that Wilmington has is just ridiculous. I mean, it's so rich. Right. And you know, what's crazy is I'm learning about that. I didn't even had a chance to tell you, I don't think, um, but we're going to do a whole episode. Um, I've kind of decided, I think we'll do a whole episode on Wilmington. Uh, you know, the library Trinity, not historical society. We'll tell them all about all those buildings, uh, tell them what they were used for the, you know, and all that, what we found and go from there. Um, but, um, Wilmington with the, uh, uh, the native Americans and, uh, Shabana, and I don't know if I'm saying that right, but um, was an Indian chief uh, leader of some of the Indians around here of the tribe. Um, but he was also involved in the um, Black Hawk War, which Dan Norvell has uh, informed me, uh, you know, given me much information about with his broadcast. Um, uh, Shab- uh, Shabana was, uh, he would actually, when uh, Black Hawk and those, uh, that, that party was going around doing their thing. He was actually riding through the settlers towns and warning them. Uh, he was one of those native Americans that was doing that. Um, so that's kind of a different story. He apparently married his wife here. So really? little tie in, just a uh, history tie in, um, uh, back before the actual settlement of this town, actually. 
So you never know what you're going to learn on this show. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, we'll do a whole, let's do a whole episode, man. Let's, uh, let's do that. We'll give the listeners a a lowdown of all the buildings Mm -hmm. here in town, Mm -hmm. a lowdown of what we experienced upstairs, downstairs with whom, and uh, we'll give them the history and all that. And uh, so they can know Wilmington. So we'll do that episode here. Me and you will record that. What about equipment we'll use, Jake? What a, people love to talk about equipment. You know, they, I know they trust us and they trust our bodies, but they love to see the equipment and they want to know what, what do you try to tune into and what's your favorite pieces of equipment? Well, my go-to is the, my, uh, my ink to 4k, the uh, full spectrum, my camera, my handheld, and then obviously my recorder. And I mean, without those two essential things, I can pretty much do without anything else. But, uh, you know, my eyes on as far as my recorder goes, my camcorder goes, and then uh, my EVP recorder. And that's pretty much my go-to right there. I mean, obviously everything else we have is phenomenal and works great. But if I really had to, you know, pick and choose only one or two things, it would just be those two things. Right. Um, And then obviously above all, I mean, if I had to pick between those two things, it would just be my recording for sure. Because, um, right. I mean, you can, you've done go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're done pretty good work with the Spiritus app though. You brought that. Um, mm-hmm. I think you're one of the, I mean, Johnny Hauser turned you on to that that day. And, um, you've been a forerunner as I've listened to a lot of communication and, uh, dude, I've got a lot, we've got a lot of relevant answers from your questions on the Spiritus app. Right. I mean, it, it, I was a little iffy about an, using an app as far as capturing EVPs and whatnot, but um, I can't help but to think, I mean, today, right now, that <laughs> I believe 100% in Spiritus, bottom line. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, I've gotten intelligent responses. You and I have both heard intelligent responses, both at Ashmore and every other location yep. that we've used this at. It's kind of hard yep. not to believe that it doesn't work. So, I mean, I'm, I'm a firm believer. I'm sold. It works. I'm sold that it I works. Think I, it works. Sold. I agree. I agree. Even our last investigation, I won't name names, but we asked three questions in a row. We said, can you say the names of somebody in this room? And not only does it say one person, it says two. Through the spirit of that, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Then I asked the question, and you know what I'm talking about. I asked, where are we? And it gave us the city that we were in. And then we asked how many were there, and the answer was dozen. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that was all right in a row out of the Spiritus app. And I'm, you take out. I tried to take out all the what ifs of what could it have been, and I, man, it's way too coincident. It, it can't be coincidence, man. It would be uh, it would be way too hard for that to happen. So, right. um, I'm like you when when we heard Snookerhead, I worried that. Uh, <laughs> um, and I did find out later it called the girl snookerhead an episode. I did get to watch the last episode of Johnny Hauser at the Malvern Manor on Biddy Space. And uh, it calls the girl snookerhead also. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that ain't the first time. Second time, it's about the third time it's been said. Um, maybe some of it's random, but I believe at times, uh, you know, you got to look at the relevance of the question and the intelligence, dude. There's Right. I mean, we're, we're still trying to work on that uh, definition as well. I remember – Right. You were trying to work on it and trying to figure out what exactly yeah. it meant. If anybody else knew, I don't know if we ever found out, but if anybody knows what snookerhead means, I mean, yeah. please email us or let us know at Spirit Recon, one of our homepages. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the best thing we had to go was with that pool table. Now that that's the weird part of Malvern. It did happen to her right there by that pool table room back in that dark shadow hall. Her and uh, um, Chris Case were back there. I can't remember her name. She's on, I'm on her Facebook, but darn it. I can't, 
um, Andrews, I think your last name. But anyway, if you watch that episode, man, it does call her call him that again. So, so I'm like you. I, I do like the. Uh, I, I agree with you on your picks on equipment. I am also a big fan on the SB7 Spirit Box, and you've heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's because I've listened to so many hours of it that uh, I can pick stuff off live. You've heard me do that, and it's pretty cr- incredible when you know when you know a hundred percent that you're having community communication with the spirit it's crazy in real time absolutely i mean you hear it in real time i mean you you know it it there's no lapse obviously so you know what exactly is happening at that moment what you can ask you know you're making a connection you know you're in connection absolutely right and you can just yeah pretty much wide open ask whatever i'll get i get chills thinking about it jake (laughs) yeah that's the moment we work that's what we do it for right there man I mean, so, I'm pretty sure you can agree, Fred. I mean, it's all about finding out where the where the energy is and making contact. I mean, we, we really don't waste too much time kind of trying to capture visuals or whatnot. We kind of see where it's at, can feel where it's at. We go there and we, we start making contact. We're pretty good. You're pretty good at busting out the SB7, Spiritus, whatever we need to do, and start working on contact, verifying answers, you know, checking them in the right. history books and seeing if what we're getting is legitimate or if we can – kind of put it toward put the name faces to names and whatnot right do a little background right. beforehand so you're loaded going in right. yeah and that's what i would say you know um you know as a young team you got to grow uh as a team and uh you're exactly right though you just got to go in with that plan and i think that's exactly what works for you and i and our ability to locate the energy and communicate with it is very we have a high rate of completion jake we really do um, I'm not bragging. I, I would never come on here and brag about nothing, but that's why I feel like, uh, I feel like I got to continue and need to continue because I believe it's a purpose and that we're being communicated with for a reason. Right. I agree uh, with you. I would say after yeah. our first event that we put on spirit recon after right. that, I, it kind of, that event validated for me that I'm kind of in tune with my, uh, with sensing energy, I guess, you know, with, 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 first of all, using, my number one tool, which is myself uh, and just working, working those events right there just helped me really figure out because when we had everybody else there, I mean, they're kind of telling me and I'm hearing, you know, just sitting back listening right. to them talk what they're experiencing, same exact things that I experienced there, probably the same exact things that you experienced there. So it just validated right. for me just sitting back and being quiet and listening to these people talk that, okay, I'm on point with what I'm feeling here in this building. So I can kind of start trusting myself a bit more that's the great part of the paranormal community now is people are sharing uh, teams are not dogging each other and putting each other down. Everybody's working together and it not only validates, you know, I want other people to go into those buildings that we've been, that we've told, you know, said are haunted. Um, and I can't wait for them to get, uh, capture that evidence because it's only going to validate what we've done. Um, and then that's why we take our evidence and we, We've been, we've been going to these other functions and meeting new people and showing them our evidence and sharing. And uh, uh, I think that's the way you got to do it now. It's the fastest way we grow for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's the best because we keep each other honest and we keep each other positive. Um, Agreed. You know, and, and go from there. So, yeah, Jake's talking about our events. And we talked about that on the intro a little bit. And we had the world's largest ghost hunt. Um which was the uh, third annual, I think. This year is going to be the fourth annual. 
And if you're not doing nothing that day, Jake, uh, I've got the I've got the society booked for us. So we're going to be part of the world's largest this year, also. Oh, absolutely! Uh, it was such a blast last year. I'm, I'm looking forward. I to can't. It. I can't. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a blast, and we'll be better off. Uh, we'll be better prepared. Um, and and uh, you know that kind of turned our eye. It's not like I didn't. Me and you are you and I are both the same kind of people. We'd help anybody. Um, but you don't know how to help groups of people sometimes. And, and I think as soon as we got an idea that, Hey, we could, we can make a little money. We can have a little fun. We can raise a little interest and awareness and things. Uh, it became a passion of ours to, to put that in our repertoire. I agree hundred percent. So, yeah. And speaking of that, we've got March 30th. I don't know when this will air, but uh, it'll be before March 30th, March 30th, 2019. We'll be doing our, Lions hunt the hall with the lions at the lions club here in uh, Wilmington, Illinois. And you can find that on our Facebook page. Um, I guess this could be a good time. We're about 25 minutes in, maybe 30 minutes in Jake. Um, let's drop our, uh, you can find all of us, all this information, spirit recon on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, YouTube, you can pull our link off of our Facebook page. We don't have a dynamic uh, YouTube link as of yet. Um, and then we've got our podcast available as you're listening and other things, uh, a blog on WordPress. So go to our Facebook site, start there, Spirit Recon on Facebook. You'll find us. Look for our picture, Jake and Fred. Uh, that's really where you're going to get more Spirit Recon at. So. Absolutely. Um, Jake, who's your... Uh, a lot of people watch these TV shows and you and I both do too. When we study the shows, it's like, I mean, it's another, just like reading a book. You're not going to believe everything, <laughs> but you know, I don't know. It's like doing homework. Um, it's my homework. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. It's homework. What, uh, who's your paranormal heroes? Who's your personal favorite that you. My personal favorite without a doubt would have to be Johnny Hauser. Uh, I've talked to him a bunch of times, got to hang up, hang out with him a couple times, you know, at events and whatnot and uh, pick his brain a little bit. And, He's just an all-around stand-up guy. I love what he does. I love, uh, you know, him going in a lot of these locations solo, I think is pretty – takes a lot of courage, let's say that, because you and I have been some pretty scary places, and uh, there's times where we got to get amped up just to go in certain places and certain spots. Um, he does it all on his own for the most part. So I, I, I admire that. Um, I admire that, you know, he goes in solo, and he brings all his own gear, and he, he brings a bare minimum at that, and then, you know, still is able to – gather a bunch of evidence just as much as we do i mean it, it, i admire that so he is my favorite yeah. he's got incredible passion and patience right. and uh he's a down-to-earth guy family man just all around great guys he, he is one of the less heavy if normal can be you know i guess our friends call him whatever uh the face of iowa if that's what iowa is but <laughs> right. Man, big-hearted people in Iowa for sure, and he falls right in that category. So, uh, yeah. What about you? What about you, Fred? I, I, I think. I tell you what, I've always, you know, uh, I was always a Ghost Adventures fan, man. I gotta be, I gotta yeah. admit it. Mm -hmm. and, and Zach, you know, over the mm -hmm. years, I just can't. I appreciate what he's done for the community, uh, how he started it out, you know, and got people. You know, I know mm -hmm. Ghost Hunters was first, but. Uh, um, a lot of people didn't see that or know about that yet, but, um, you know, 
Aaron Goodwin and Nick Groff, really, those two guys. I mean, if I could have took over Zach's team, that's probably what I would do. I'd take Aaron and Zach and Nick. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm not saying if I hadn't met you, okay. Uh, but, you know, to, to hunt with Aaron and Nick, that would be the coolest. And we do get to hunt, hunt with Nick. And uh, I'd like to do, you know, you'd love to hunt with Nick when it wasn't so many people around where right. you could really get down to the nitty gritty. But mm -hmm. again, the guys, it's all about passion and, and how, uh, you know, it's almost like being a musician, Jake. You got to be in control of not only your equipment, but yourself. But you got to let go at times. You know what I'm saying? You got to be, there's got to be a flow, but you got to be, you got to be on and you got to, you got to do it. Right. That's true. You got to put in the work and you got to get out there, put in the time. I mean, this isn't a get what you give kind of community. I mean, you can get out there and give as much as you want and the paranormal will not give you what you're giving back a lot of times. So you got to right. put the time in, you got to put the effort in, you got to go out there and search for it, do the experiments, talk to the people, ask questions. Right. What can you do different? What's new on the market as far as gear? And uh, you know, what are people doing differently as far as investigations? Right. Cool. We did, uh, like I said, we're going to uh, we're going to do an episode with Mike and Tiffany, and we're going to introduce our new, um, you know, new parts of our team that we've been adding slowly but surely. And then we'll do an episode explaining Wilmington and uh, all mm -hmm. our good stuff there. And then we got a chance to go to Malvern Manor and meet Josh Hurd and Chris Case and all the wonderful people, Johnny Hauser again, Steve Gonzalez. Oh, uh, yeah. not from there, but. Uh, uh, so we'll probably, you know, maybe we'll do an episode talking about Malvern and, and Ashmore. You know what? We could just throw that on here because we got a few minutes. But uh, Malvern Manor, was that an – I'm still reeling, aren't you? That was a blast. That was awesome. Just seeing the place and finally getting in there and actually seeing it with my own eyes rather than on TV has been a – was an eye-opener for me. <laughs> right. This is a creepier in person. <laughs> Put it that way. Yeah, it hasn't been on the market as a haunted location for a long time. It was just in use and, you know, 15 years ago. Mm. Um, so this is fairly new. I don't know how long Josh and his, uh, Josh has had it, but, um, it's not a whole long time. We've had a few shows there. Uh, but yeah, dude, you talk about having an atmosphere inside of a, a building, my gosh. And uh, boy, I tell you what, the difference from that old part of the building from the shadow man hall, can you, the difference of the the world or the realm or whatever's going on, it's like a weight unbalance, isn't it? I, yeah, I agree with that. I also agree with uh, the difference between Gracie's room to even every other place in the building. True, true. You know, her room, let alone just her room, has enough energy to fill up the entire building, I feel like, because we picked up a lot of great evidence in that room alone. Right. It's the only place I had personal evidence and uh, we saw our friends and other people had evidence and definitely believe uh, I definitely believe in Gracie's spirit. And I believe some she hangs out near there for sure. Um, but, yeah, if you get the chance to, to go to Western Iowa, um, it's almost Omaha, but <laughs> um, it's well worth the trip. And they treat you. We stayed all night. Uh, man, they treated us like uh, I mean like we're movie stars, I guess. I mean, and they do that for everybody. It wasn't just us. It's just like, Hey, here's the location, you know, enjoy yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, I went on a Facebook live before it even started and we stayed after even, I mean, there was, uh, of course there's rules, but uh, very, very convenient to the ghost hunter. Should we say? 
Yeah, I'd say so. I had a blaster. It wasn't uh, it was a little bit more loose, like you said. You know, you're kind of able to walk around, do your own thing, and not have to worry about if you're in the wrong place, wrong, talking to the wrong people or something like that. Everybody was pretty much open. So we're going to spend some time down in that Shadow Man hallway again, me and you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd like it's him to me, you know. It's addictive, dude. You want it to happen, but you know, you know when it does, man. Yeah, I agree with you. I seen it. And that last episode, you got to watch that last episode if you haven't. I'm just assuming, but Johnny Hauser uh, versus Malvern, you got to watch that last one. It is crazy, man. And Chris Case, uh, th- a file cabinet comes open or something while he's t- in there talking in the pool room or something. Mm-hmm. Dude, you want to see? They fell over each other running <laughs> out of the room. They end up laying in the fu- in the in the hallway, man. Um, I don't blame them. Uh, luckily. Ariel Andrews, uh, that's who's the um, co-star in that one with Chris Case. Uh, but it's, dude, crazy episode. It made me want to go back worse. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah I, I want to get got, back there. We'll get back there eventually. Right. And then you've got, uh, I don't, if people aren't, if people listening, if you haven't been on Viddy Space and you're not getting the content off of Viddy Space, and I don't know what to tell you, it's like $9 a month. And you've got all kinds of genres on there, horror, you know, the horror movie genre, um, the paranormal documentaries, you name it, it's on there. Um, and so much material. Yeah, UFOs, cryptids, the whole deal. Live music, you name it. Yeah, it's crazy. And um, so whatever your gig is, and this is stuff maybe that wouldn't have hit the the big screen. That's what's cool. And uh, so you get to see more of a variety. And I've already found a couple favorite uh, filmmakers for sure. Um, but a brush with evil one and two that Josh heard made uh, brush with evil two is filmed at Malvern. Um, and then I asked him when we were down there where f- film, where three was filmed and they wouldn't really tell me it was still a secret. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it was cross filmed at the Sally house in Kansas. And then at the Malvern manor. And I believe they did an interaction where they asked a question and Johnny Hauser received the answer at Malvern. Really? Those, are, those guys, yeah. So I cannot wait for Brush for Evil Three. I think it comes out this month. Holy shit, dude! If that, if they pull that off, that's some of the stuff I want to be working on this year, me and you. So we'll look out. We'll keep an eye out for that. But yeah, listeners, if you haven't heard of Vidi Space, B I D I dot Space, uh, and I'm not getting paid. I pay just like everybody else. I'm just telling you, uh, there's a huge amount of information on there. Yeah. So. It's it's phenomenal. It's a place just to kick back and, you know, you got nothing to do on a Saturday or something, get in the video space and dive in. There's so much material there for you. Cool, cool. Well, I've been lining up, uh, been lining up the guest stars for this series. We're going to have some guest stars on here, Jake, as you know. Um, so we're going to be going to that episode, too. Um, I think we've about got to the end of this one. Uh what else we got going on right now, Jake? What you got going on? We got a. Uh, well, I went to uh, I went downtown to a little place we investigated just recently. I'm not going to really give a name out or too much details, but I just wanted to let you know, Fred, that I did run into uh, four people sitting at a table that I haven't spoke to in years, who said, "I love everything Spirit Recon posts. I watch that stuff every day. I get on there to see what you guys post. I love watching everything you guys are posting." And it just, I was kind of just. In all, because I didn't know that these four people even remembered me, let alone be into anything that, you know, I'm posting or Spirit Recon's posting. So it was pretty cool to know that we're making a mark over here, you know, 
over my direction, you know, and I, I live a good hour away from Fred. I don't know if a lot of people out there don't know this, but I live a good hour um, west of Fred. So, yep. you know, we, we try and uh, do a lot of stuff between Fred and I and everywhere in between. And we're trying to do a lot more over my way because I started working with Fred over in Wilmington. And right. so far, so good, Fred. So we're, we're picking up a lot. Yeah, more I really things. think that we were able to, uh, our real successful, um, uh, we've had a couple investigations in that area. One was out in the country, obviously, mm -hmm. it was rural, but um, uh, we did some cemetery work. And then we've been, uh, we did this last investigation. It was very, very successful, uh, I'd say, as far as evidence and um, uh, with the community. And so, and so, yeah, we're looking for big things coming in Spring Valley, Illinois, and everywhere in between, and definitely Wilmington, Illinois, um, and everywhere in between. And we're going, uh, we also, we're going to be making a trip uh, back to Muncie, Indiana, I'm sure, too. So uh, we'll be going eastbound, too. <laughs> oh, that was a blast. I cannot wait for that. Yep. And that one's going to be real cool. So, um, but yeah, guys, we'll, uh, we'll keep you up to date on all that's going on. And, um, Jake, if that's it for today, then we'll call it. All righty, brother. All right. Thanks, man. Uh -huh. Nice talking with you, brother. You have a good day. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Musical tracks on this program feature Losing September from my hometown, Muncie, Indiana. Until next time, see ya. Love and peace. Bring out your dreams.